Hello, guys, and welcome back. We are back. The three of us are back in action to Let's Talk with Matt and Johnny. It's been a long old time. Uh, we take we took a little break because we were all busy doing our own little things. But now we are back as a team and very happy to be back. And lads, very happy to see both of your faces. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you've missed my voice and my face as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. It's been a while. Anyway, so what we're going to talk about today is the last 11 to 12 months pre-COVID and during COVID. Just having a little recap of where we both, we are all in our lives, um, where we see the future going, and also where we see these podcasts going as well. Bringing up different subjects that we can talk about and hopefully we can help you as well. So lads, we're gonna recap on the uh, last 11 months. I mean, this time last year, we were thinking, oh, we're gonna go into a pandemic. What is COVID? No one knew what COVID was, I knew um, but this time last year, I was in Dubai and my mum and dad texted me going, you need to come home. And when you do, you've got to get it straight onto the hand sanitizer wipes and the bacteria wipes. And I was like, what are you, what are you on about? Because I wasn't watching the news. And then literally landed straight into the shop. Got like, I've still got them here. Five hand gels and bacterial wipes straight into work, cleaning them down. No one knew what COVID was. And then in, going into March, we're going into a lockdown. And here we are now, still in a lockdown. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, we'll start off with you, mate. How, how are you first? Because I feel like I haven't seen you for ages. It's all, you know, sending WhatsApp messages and uh, things like that. And we'll laugh through that. It's, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it helps, obviously. But, yeah, I haven't actually seen, seen you boys for a long time, which is, and it's, Brought a smile to my face just from today by doing this, so um, so that's good. But um, but yeah, exactly that, Johnny. You know, we started this podcast what in March last year. Yeah. You know, and obviously we we did it for one for us to kind of keep in contact, and it was you know it's a great thing that we kept in contact every week for for a good well, solid six months, wasn't it really? And then we kind of took a bit of a break um, towards the end of the year where things were we kind of focused on our work and all that kind of stuff and yeah you know that as you say Johnny like this time last year you know it was like this is my kind of around my birthday so you know we were going out went out for dinner had a nice steak dinner with family and um and you know and was able to go out for drinks with friends and things like that and then literally what three four weeks later um we're all in a national lockdown um and and yeah it's you know and I think Everybody, I mean, we can all agree ourselves, but again, people listening and, and watching us as well will all agree that you've had some pretty major ups and downs over this last year, you know, where there's times where you actually think, yeah, you know, this is this is not so bad, this is okay. You know, there's the initial lockdown that we went in and stuff, and we were kind of a bit like, yeah, it's fine, we're going to keep active and we're going to keep, uh, you know, um, like doing your classes, Johnny, and we, you know all these different things and various different things, kind of trying to keep your mind busy and, and all of that. Um, and initially, at first, we're kind of all a bit naive, really, and kind of thinking, "Oh, it only lasts a little bit of time; it's not too bad," and, and everything else. But then again, there's you know, then now, as you say, we're in our what third lockdown now after all of this, um, and again, it's one of those things. It's kind of the the uncertainty of how long this is going to be you know because we could say you know we were told initially you know around Christmas time but by this week we would have an answer as to when we're going to come out of it nothing 
the time has come and gone and, and we're kind of a bit like, oh, maybe it might be March now. Um, so it's again, it's not, it's that kind of uncertainty really, you know, of what we see in the future. But, you know, like I say, there's, there's times where it's, you know, we've had the ups and downs. I mean, you know, speaking to both of you guys individually and, and obviously together in the podcast, we can all kind of uh, agree to yeah. that. So. Um, just a little button on that, ups and downs. There's been a major up for a certain individual in this group. Um, during Christmas, Matt Seymour looked down on one knee <laughs> and I asked Jess to marry him. So everyone listening, <laughs> I want to give him a massive congratulations. I was going to mention this at the beginning with bridal music and everything. <laughs> the speakers ran out of battery. <laughs> no, congratulations, mate. That's amazing. A massive, uh, positive bit of news, especially, was it like, was it Christmas Day that you did it? Yeah, so waking up for Christmas Day and then the, the boy is down on one knee. I never knew he could get down on one knee. <laughs> Getting that old. That's a few stretches, mate. That's a few stretches. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was, um, uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, you know, one of those things that I was planning to for a while and, you know, we went away, thankfully we had a bit of time that we went away to the Isle of Wight before and um, just kind of in between lockdowns, it just kind of worked nicely that we were able to get away and we just went to the Isle of Wight. And I thought about doing it there, but I didn't have everything sorted, didn't have the ring and stuff. So I was like, look, I'm gonna um, get all that sorted and then, um, it was all planned that we were, uh, obviously at the time, you, you know, that when I was initially thinking about it, there was a time where you had like five days you were able to go and see, you know, your kind of very small family bubbles and stuff. So you can see your family and stuff. So it was going to be able to kind of celebrate, you know, and actually go and see people um, and do that. But, um, but yeah, unfortunately that changed and it was just the two of us. So, but it was, um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those things that I, wanted to do for, for a little while but um but yeah it's, uh, it's something that i thought right christmas day is going to be the day try and hopefully brighten up our christmas but also uh uh everybody else celebrating we've got some very nice cards and gifts and everything else so thank you for for that and uh for people right, there i'm just i'm just hoping i'm bringing up the conversation of uh when's the stag do mate where are we going <laughs> exactly that's exactly what i was about to say <laughs> don't give a shit about the wedding yeah <laughs> you know what? yeah exactly it's all the lead up isn't it really it's it's uh <laughs> but yeah i think you know all of that sort of stuff again it's, it's the uncertainty isn't it you know all these people that have um that have organized weddings you know in, in throughout 2020 obviously having to move them all back into this year um, and then um, and then potentially even the ones that are this year obviously moving to later in the year or maybe even moving to next year so it's a, you know it's just that kind of uncertainty so at the moment we haven't really you know organized anything or sort of anything out we probably will need to but sooner rather than later but um, but yeah you know it's we'll, uh, we'll definitely make sure that we're all safe and we can have a group of a load of us, 20 odd of us, that we can all go out and have a good time and travel and go somewhere and um, go into some sleepy bars and drink ourselves silly and have a bit of fun and uh, uh, and everything else. So um, we'll make sure that we can do that yeah. before the wedding because, you know, that's the thing, you know, unfortunately, you know, some of these people that have had to, that have got married, I'd say unfortunately have got married in that time, shouldn't stop there, but the, um, the, they have, you know, they've, haven't had that opportunity they couldn't go and see their friends and couldn't go and have that that time and the, and the wedding itself was that you know it was you could only have up to 15 people and you know things like that it's you know um and we we're 
not necessarily in, in any rush to kind of you know sort it out but but um but yeah it's those things and again it's like i say it's, it's uh, people have have had it um a lot worse than us so yeah um, but thank you man. appreciate it that was good Sanj. Madness. Like Madness. Sanj. Madness. I mean, do you know what? I was, I was on my phone the other day and I had a notification pop up. Has anyone got the Time Hop app? Yeah. <laughs> a, time, <laughs> a, time, a Time Hop a notification come up and I was in Austin, Texas this time last year shooting rifles down a gun range. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a Time Hop to come up at. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Obviously, what was it? February, like early February last year. Um, so it's just seeing that and it'd be interesting and i've seen a lot of people on social media do their time hops from this time last year and they're out for dinners and all this stuff it'd be interesting to see what happens six months down the line when those time hops start coming out and we're in a different place and we're in a different different setting with people or whatever i don't know wherever we might be um, i just think it'd be very very interesting i think in terms of highs and lows um it's interesting because i was thinking about this earlier before we jumped on this call is that there's an, obviously a lot of negativity, right, for obvious reasons. But if you start seeing the odd success story or love story that's come out of COVID or someone has had a massive positive impact in their life through, through because of COVID, it's honestly a game changer. And like that in itself just makes you smile. Like I was watching a program the other day, like dating in lockdown. Like people have actually proposed because they met someone in lockdown, they moved in with them and they met them on a walk. Like you wouldn't do that on a dating app, right. you know, you, you, they actually met them on a walk. And these are people that, you know, might be 75 years old. I'm not being funny, but there's a lot of positives to come out of what obviously what's happened with everyone. So I think everyone kind of just needs to bear that in mind that it's not all doom and gloom. Yes, obviously it has been tough, but um, for me personally, like I've, I've had a whirlwind of a year. I think everything's changed for me in a year. Everything. Like I couldn't, I couldn't stress that more, but that was down to me. I actually made a list. Um, of all the things I've achieved in 2020, and it was pretty much the most, the most amount of things I've achieved in my life in one year. So when you think about it like that perspective, it's like, yeah, it blows your mind. Yeah. It blows your mind. You basically just stripped things back and gone back to basics. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kind of because you've been forced to. Yeah. And then it forces you to do other things. Now, do you, do you reckon that you would still carry on with those basics, or carry on with like? know the little things like meeting up with someone and going to the pub and having a beer now i don't know about you but for my first pint going to the pub it's going to be like the best feeling in the world yeah. whereas yeah. going down the pub usually you're like yeah i'm going down the pub you know do you know what i mean the little things will definitely mean more than you three covid for me right i'm absolutely clucking to go down the pub and just see some power. <laughs> the thing is as well i live alone which i don't i'm grateful that i live here um but at the same time just not having like a human interaction. I'm absolutely clucking to get down a pub or even just to go see mates and just have a couple of beers. Yeah, like so. just do something in a different setting. I'm absolutely clucking for it. So yeah, <laughs> God. It's exactly that. And, and, and the thing is, like I say, you know, we we took a lot of things for granted previously, you know, where, um, like I said, Johnny, you know, some of the things just going down, you know, to the pub or going to a restaurant or doing whatever. All of that we took for granted. You kind of just thought, yeah, I can pop down. Or, or when people would invite you and you'd be like, I'm just feel a bit tired. So, you know. Oh, you wouldn't do that now, would you? You'd be like, I'm already here. You know? I'm absolutely yeah. shattered, yeah. but I'm here. Uh, exactly. I slept there last night waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, and the thing is, that's what's 
good in a way that the hopefully once by the time we get all through this and everyone's vaccinated and all of that kind of stuff hopefully all of that you know will be coming very very soon for everybody but you know all of that again just supporting that kind of hospitality industry and everything else um because it's you know that's what we we kind of took all that for granted before and like i say it's just being able to go there and, and do it but also what you said a little bit earlier johnny is that <clears throat> it is going to be a, a shock when we go and to these places and it is going to be busy you know it's going to be these places are going to be packed you know you've got to think that you know going to a concert or going to a nightclub um I'm too old now that um you know going to a nightclub but still it's you know things like that being in a very very crowded area where before you kind of just took it as that was the environment right but then you've spent a whole year of literally being in the vicinity of your household literally you know, so you now going into a into a uh, going to a concert or something where there's a load of people jumping around, a load of people kind of all bumping into you, or especially when you're in the nightclub, you're squeezing past people and all this kind of stuff, um, and everyone going absolutely mental because they haven't had a proper drink from a club or a bar or whatever in so long that they're now just going to drink as much as they want, you know, as much as they can. Um, it's going to be a very strange environment, isn't it? It's going to be quite different. So, can you imagine, like, when we obviously do get released back into the wild, <laughs> like the longer-lasting effects, right? And I was thinking about this the other day. What if someone coughs next to you? You're automatically going to think, <gasps> like, your 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 sense of awareness is going to be like at its peak. Yeah. Like, if someone starts yeah. coughing next to you, even it might be absolutely nothing. Right? Everyone gets a little bit of a sore throat and just needs a cough or whatever, but. You could imagine that I could imagine if I'm standing next to someone in a queue in a bar or whatever, and I'm just like, okay, they've just coughed sort of thing. You're like, mm. all of these things we, you know, I think we're just going to have to adjust. I, don't, I have no idea how it's, how we're going to adjust to it. And what I do know is that it's going to take time. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's a weird one. Yeah, it is. And, and, and it will, it will take, um, it will take a lot of time to adjust, you know, even if we, like I say, we're all kind of vaccinated and everything else, but actually, They've got to be careful in a way that it's not just, okay, open up the, the floodgates, you know, and, and everyone can just go and do whatever you want. Whatever you did before, do it again. You know, it's uh, it's got to very much be a staggered thing. Because like I say, you know, you're just going to get people going absolutely mental. <laughs> yeah. What's the, for both of you, Johnny, we'll ask you first, what's the single biggest thing that has been a positive experience during this whole year or 11 months? Uh, being able to adapt my business. <laughs> yeah, I remember I speaking about that right from the outset. When um, I went, on a, I got invited to a podcast uh, last night, Wednesday night, and I was talking about all I said to them was, when the lockdown came in March, I absolutely shit myself. But then, if I can get through this whole pandemic and come out the other end, then I've got nothing to worry about. I can. I practically can fight anything because I would say the list lockdown has been the toughest from from like being a business owner been the toughest out of every lockdown. I've probably had more negative days than I ever have in, in my life really. Um, but the positive is that I've also built an online community which I would never have built an online community because I was never uh, a virtual trainer. Um, so business has took a great effect. The other positive is spending more time with my girlfriend. Yeah. I've never spent so much time with my girlfriend in my life. 
and that has been it's been fantastic absolutely brilliant we both work long hours like other couples but it's definitely brought us nice and tight um absolutely loved it to be fair and also it's going to sound stupid but the walks find in different areas i probably would never have gone out for a walk at the weekend because i'll be out socializing with mates or family going out for dinners hmm. and sort of a walk would be like last resort if like there's nothing to do on a sunday so finding different areas, it sounds stupid and it's little things obviously, but just different areas to walk and finding different areas in the area, yeah. um, which, which has been a, a big positive for me, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think, you know, pretty, pretty much the same points really. I think that actually being able to, you know, um, you know, be at home and, you know, adapt. You know, for me, I was obviously going into a, like an office and stuff. Like for me, working from home, having the flexibility to be able to work from home and being able to have this this office and, and um, work from home and being able to adapt to that. Because initially it was, you know, we didn't know how long it was going to last for. So it was always thinking, oh, it's only going to be a couple of months and we'll go back to the main office and stuff and go from there. But actually being able to work remotely and actually be trusted to work remotely, because I think actually, realistically, a lot of businesses before probably would have frowned upon people working from right. home until now. Yeah. Um, where actually it's it's kind of saying it's the you know the companies are now looking at at their employees and going you're actually just as productive working from home than you are being in the office. So I know that there's a lot of businesses that have actually think do we need to spend all this money on a big office and everything else? But actually, you know we can just make sure that we support our staff from working from home and give them everything that they can to do that. Obviously, I'm. I'm lucky that I have an office that I can work from. Not everybody has that situation. You might have kids and you work from the dining room table and it's very, very different. Um, so there is obviously that. But again, other positives for me, again, yes, yeah, just spending time um, with my girlfriend or no, fiance, but um, but yeah, just, you know, it's, um, you know, being able to do that and enjoy each other's time um, and, you know, and also just have a bit of time just to kind of, understand what you want to do in the house and kind of you know enjoy that and again you know exploring the local area we moved into this house in August of 2019 so again we didn't really know the area that well I mean I grew up not too far away but but didn't really know the area that well um but yeah just being able to go out and um and just be active elsewhere but also we took up um paddleboarding in quite a big way um this year um we were interested in it previously but again we picked up another hobby um we've taken that pretty seriously um and again just exploring loads and loads of different areas that you know was because it was a, a form of exercise and you're able to go out and it's your in your bubble because we did it together from to live in the same household and obviously you're socially distanced because you're either on a river or a lake or whatever but we've explored so many different areas, local areas that are just, honestly, you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't know it from walking down a path or, you know, driving past it. We've, you know, explored so many different areas, local areas, which is just incredible. And, and we honestly are, you know, you don't realise that until you you kind of get the opportunity or you, you're kind of almost a little bit forced into it. Because like I said, Johnny, otherwise you just, you make yourself busy by doing those other things um, that we, you know, like I said before, taken for granted previously. But so yeah, so for me, it's very similar. Um, it's actually being able to just 
use your time in a certain way. And for me, another thing as well, because I am working from home, I haven't got the travel of and the expense of traveling to work um, and all of that. And again, just saving a bit of money, being able to kind of have a bit more time at home. I can, you know, uh, wake up a little bit later because I'm not a morning person normally. Um, you know, and, and just being just being at home and just being able to be and be there and and uh, and do stuff from home a bit more. So yeah, what about you? Just before I, I speak about my stuff, but do you think the paddleboarding stuff? Do you think you would have done that if we hadn't have gone into lockdown, like as much as you have? Probably. Well, yeah, two things. Probably yes, we probably would have done it, but definitely not as much as we we um, have. Yeah. I don't, I think because otherwise, you know, we would have uh, probably, I would say probably around about 50% of our time that we would have done it where we would have gone out like on a weekend or even on the evenings and stuff. So I either met Jess from, from work and stuff and we go after, there might be times that we would have done that, but probably not, um, probably not as much as we have done or taking it as seriously as we have done because yeah, it's just not, um, you know, normally you fill your time with other things, right? So, um, but yeah, I don't think we would have taken it as, as big as we have done. Um, but that's actually given us that um, that new hobby, but also as well, it's something that we can actually go in um, because we love it so much now that we're, we're going to continue to do it in the future. Um, yeah. So, Ange, what about you, mate? What's the positives? Um... Massive positive is that last year I've bought my own place, uh, moved. Um, that was obviously a big step. And then launched another business. Um, it kind of all just boiled into one though. It was like it wasn't one particular thing. It was like a sequence of things that happened over time. Um, and another thing is just being able to like. There's been a lot of lows, a lot of lows yeah, throughout sure. this this eleven months. And it's I think one thing is positive is that I've always been able to get myself back out of them. And I'm not afraid to talk about like my lows and you know the shit times that people have and I have, but I'm happy to talk about it because I think it's important to talk about it. Um, but just getting yourself out of that and making you know getting yourself back to where you should be and cracking on with life and doing things and getting up in the mornings and you know not staying in bed and stuff like that. I know a load of people that have done that and it's just not done well for their mental health. So I think that was just an important thing and just having that thing to focus on, like having that other business that I launched in September last year, just just having that to focus on and basing it on values and morals was a real positive experience for me. And it still is. Um, so yeah, those are probably my, my most biggest. Huge problems. Mm, I mean, yeah, absolutely massive. You've got to think that, you know, people that you know, the biggest milestones really is, is kind of, you know, buying your first place, kind of doing all that, but you've done all that in, like you said, really towards the end of the year, you're kind of moving into your, your own place, setting up your own business, you know, and you know, running that from from the place. Not only just living by yourself and having that, you know, a lot of alone time really, because you haven't got somebody else to kind of no. count on, you know. So you've had to you've had to adapt quite a lot, going from a, you know, either living in London or being in your family home, and then now living on your own. I mean, I had nothing else to do anyway, so it was a bit like I might as well do something. But no, on a on a serious note, yeah, I think it's just kind of. I think if anyone's listening to this and they do live alone by themselves, like don't get me wrong, it is tough. Like sometimes you just kind of wake up in the morning, you sit there, and you're just like, 
or when you finish a full days of work and then you go sit on a sofa and you're just like right there's like literally no one to talk to there's just no one around and that loneliness is so easy and so quick to set in but at the same time do realize that i remember in the first lockdown i was making a point of speaking to five people on facetime a day whether it be for 30 seconds a minute an hour whatever it might be and just that in itself makes you feel like you've been sociable like you've been actually contacting and speaking to people about stuff doesn't matter what you're speaking about just speak to someone um and it's kind of the same thing which i've got so like the business i launched like i'm out seeing people luckily i'm able to still do that but at the same time um it is hard it is hard but proud that i just got through it really yeah okay i've got i've got one um so i want you to uh name or talk about your lowest point between march and now and how you got yourself out of that low point so Sandra, I'm going to start with you first, mate. So it was lowest point, and how you took yourself out of that. So I think it was April, end of April last year. I can't remember the exact date, but I was living back at home uh, with parents and family and stuff. That's not easy in itself, <laughs> lots of starters, um, especially for a single guy. So just living at home with parents. I think there was one point where, obviously, I went on to furlough from my uh, previous day job and obviously had my other business which wasn't doing too well at that time and I was just getting myself in a rut I remember going down to my local park and just sitting there and just being like what the hell was going on and like it was, it was absolutely pissing down with rain and I was just sat there just like bawling my eyes out and I was just like a proper burnout like proper burnout and I didn't really know what was going on I don't think I'll ever forget this either and then I remember walking back up to my house just going and literally went into bed because I was mentally exhausted just slept this is like 11 o'clock in the morning so i slept the whole day woke up in the evening had some food went back to bed slept pretty much the whole night and then i woke up the next day and i just started thinking to myself like what you know i'm in this situation how do i get myself out of it what do i need to do in order for myself to get back to where i need to be and i just started slowly implementing these 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 things just in life like you know start getting up early start doing fitness start going for a run all of these things have started slowly building but i'll tell you what that was the lowest hardest point hardest point i think i've ever had to get out of um and then look what happened april may june july october moved into my my own place september launched my business like so it didn't happen overnight but it was a hard hard pill to swallow for sure matt what about yours buddy um yes for me i think was um probably the, the lowest point is well two things really is that i mean i'm you know love my friends love my family and everything else i'm a very sociable person so actually being able to have that interaction um you know with everybody just going to see you know my family you know moved away they're about an hour away now from, from us um and seeing them you know i, I would see them once a month at least you know and and even more when they live you know closer but but yeah so probably about months once a month and we were talking on the phone the other day and and we were saying that actually it's i've probably seen them about four maybe five times yeah maybe four times this year and that's that's literally in between like lockdowns and i think one of those times was actually just before the lockdown which around my brother's birthday um, at the end of March, before we went into lockdown, um, I think it was actually the day before the national lockdown started. So that was one, and then I've seen him three times since, and that's in between the kind of 
lockdown times, you know, um, and that's it, you know, and I'm, that for me is, is a, is a bit of a downer and obviously seeing you guys and, you know, going to, to go and do stuff um, and actually just going out and doing things. I think there was a time where I felt that, you know, this is, this is it now. I, I you can't sit and dwell about the, the times where you're kind of uh, just, you, you know that you can't see your, your friends, you can't go and see your family. And there was a time where it was a bit like, and you felt a bit flat, you know, and it is, but there's also as well, is there's nothing that I could do about it. There was no, normally when you get something like that, you think, oh, actually, if I did this or I did an action or something, then I can try and resolve it. But there's nothing that you can do. So it's almost like actually just taking that element out and just enjoying what I do have. And I've got to be very thankful for that as well. And the second part really is, is that I felt very flat and almost guilty as well that there was within my the company I work for, um, car manufacturing company, and they had to make a lot of people redundant over this last year. Um, probably about a third of our workforce was made redundant. And some very good friends of mine were made redundant and were put um, you know, at risk for, you know, they're renting or they've got a mortgage and got other things to pay for and they're all made redundant, you know. Um, and some hadn't been there very long, some had been there a long time, but some hadn't been there very long at all. And I, it was, even though I was still potentially at risk um, and I wasn't made redundant, thankfully, but I felt guilty that I was, that I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't made redundant, but I felt guilty that they had been and that there was, I was almost helpless that I couldn't do stuff. And there was a point where I felt very low and I felt so guilty that I was just really upset. And actually it was a time when I was sat here on this sofa here and I just thought, you know, I just felt really down. And it was at that exact time, this man called me, uh, Johnny called me and uh, and was said, um, you're right mate, how's things? And I'm like, you're literally <laughs> bad. Like how, I, I, yeah, I broke down because I was just, I just felt so bad that I was like, there's nothing I could do, you know. Um, and I mean, I was still at risk at this point, you know. And, and but yeah, it was, it was a, it was a quite a low point for me that I just felt that I was just felt a little bit helpless really on on certain things like that. But um, but you know, again, I've, I've, you know, I've got to say that I'm very thankful of, of the things that I do have. Um, but yeah, it would have been a very different situation if I wasn't so. What about you, mate? What's, what's your...? Um, I think, for me, on Mondays, I'm str I struggle with Mondays. Mondays are my down days. I don't know what it is. Tuesday, rest of, it, rest of it's fine. I think it's going from probably seeing over 100 people, well, 100 odd people today from classes to one-to-ones, seeing probably six people a day. I um, would say I'm probably very sociable and talk mm -hmm. to anyone and anyone and anyone really and I find that really hard because um, I thrive off social interaction um, I'm not really a home person not really sit down and watch the TV I can switch off I switch off when I'm out with my mates or out with my family or out with my girlfriend doing stuff yeah and that's one thing I'm just I think it's just the, the, the boredom gets hold of you sometimes but then I twist it around and think Do you know what I'm not in hospital with a ventilator I'm struggling to breathe and looking at the news and stuff. So that's what I use to twist it around. And, you know, hearing from other people that I train, what a difference the classes make, etc. That's how I spin it around. But one thing that I do when I'm feeling like that is probably just take myself out, out of work. 
There was actually, last week, I actually cancelled a client because my head was not in it. I had to, every time I deliver a session, I give 100%. My head was, I don't know where it was, it was just out. I can't even describe where it was. So I cancelled it, I took myself out and went for a massive long walk for about an hour and a half. So like reset, because you can't, if your head's not in it, there's no point keep battling it, battling it, battling it, because you just dig low and make yourself feel absolute rubbish. So I just did the right thing and I felt terrible for it because when I was letting down my client, it was only an hour before the class, uh, hour before the session. And then I felt useless because I set high standards for myself. But then I thought, do you know what? I tell every single person to make time for themselves. When you really need it, you've got to take action. So that's what I did. Uh, so again, span it around on practice what I preached and span it around and uh, looked after myself. But I was just buzzing for social interaction and having that banter and having that drink. It didn't even have to be a drink, just being around a load of people again, teaching classes and bouncing around like I do. Um, I think that'll that'll be a, that'll be a godsend when that happens. Yeah. But also, you know, another thing to, to think about with that, and I, you know, I agree with you, mate, is, is that you know we all three of us are very sociable people, and, and we you know we'll talk to to anyone. <laughs> that gives us the time um you know and but the thing is you know again we've got to be thankful for that but also thankful that we are we have these types of means of communication you know we we can still see we can do video calls and you know we can do you know zoom quizzes and all that kind of stuff just to kind of like you know and that was the the kind of socializing on a Saturday night or Friday night and things like that that we were able to do those types of things have a bit of a laugh with friends and things you know imagine if like this was you know when we were younger 20 30 years ago we didn't have this stuff you know it was you know you had your a Nokia or you had like a Motorola flip phone you know and that was that was probably you know when I was 10 you know so that was it's uh you know, back when I was a kid, if this all happened then, you, you wouldn't have been able to do it, you know? So you've got to be thankful for that, right? Yeah, 100%. There was a point, Johnny, you just made about um, when you are feeling like demotivated or low, you need to take time out for yourself. It's such a good point. Like if, you do, if you're in a really shit mood and you're just really downbeat and just unmotivated and just don't want to do anything, you do not want to spread that to other people just be mindful that just to take that time out and just relax just do you for a little while get yourself back to normal and then go again yeah, yeah. very good point yeah no definitely yeah and, and you know actually being aware of that type of thing and actually saying you know you could have quite happily you know done that that session with that client and what's the knock-on effect of you not being in the zone and you being yourself with that client how that client could have just gone, Jonathan really off today. It wasn't the same kind of session I've had before. And what potential knock on that could have had rather than just going, do you know what? I'm human. <laughs> Give me, you know, let's reschedule this for another couple of days and then I'll, you know, I'll be good. Um, I just need a bit of time, you know, and we've spoke about it in previous podcasts and things like that as well, you know, over this last year, talking about burnout and talking about, Sanjay, you obviously said about your, your one of, last year you know it's it, it's it happens with everyone you know we might be people that might be mindful or kind of like generally are quite positive people 
but it happens to everybody and there's and something it affects people in very different ways but also it's like you say it's taking something and taking the action of going i'm going to call that client and say i'm not 100 and i just need a bit of time to myself and just take that time to do whatever you need to do you know just distract yourself by not dwelling in that thing that's going around your head you know uh, sometimes for me it's like you know okay i'm 34 but i play video games and i do you know or uh, you do that type of thing just to kind of distract yourself from actually you know you say you say you're 34 but who cares if you're 34 44 I, age really doesn't bother me at all People get shit scared if they turn 30, 40, 50. Well, I, I don't get it. Like you do what you what makes you happy. You you love playing. You love sitting at the wheel, mate, in your, in your room. <laughs> like just like Matt's at the wheel. See you later. He's there for an hour. I'll race some Gran Turismo. <laughs> um, but do you know what, mate? It makes you happy. So who cares? So I think that's a clear message. Like do what makes you happy. Doesn't matter what other people think of what. Oh no. What I mean. So that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, do what what needs to you need to do to, to make you happy or to give distract you from that. You know, whatever stresses or anything that's going on in your life at the moment. Yeah. Um, very much so. You know, that that industry is blown up now because of people yeah. having the time to do that type of thing and, yeah. and using that as a as a release. You know, so yeah, definitely. That's just a, a very nice little uh, recap of the last 11, 12 months, hundred percent. Um, I think we're going to be bringing out a couple of more podcasts, but hopefully with a few guests, um, hopefully with, um, anything, if you're listening to this podcast and you've got something on your mind or a subject that you would love us to break down, then give us a shout and we'll, we'll happily do that. I think we're going to go away and think about how, um, what subjects to approach. We're not going to bang on about COVID all the time, <laughs> yeah. um, but also other stuff as well, because I think we've all got our different opinions, but I think we're on the same, we're on the same page, all three of us. So, um, yeah. So if you've got any other subjects of, of topics or anything like that, then give us a message. We'd be really, uh, really appreciated if you could do that. Lads, have you got anything else? Uh, no, I was just, I was just going to say that same thing really. It's, it's kind of, you know, again, you know, we're, with this, you know, bringing back the podcast and everything else, I think it's massively helped with us. And, and again, hopefully people listening is, you know, has helped you kind of understand that you're not alone on these types of things. And again, we will be doing that. It will be a kind of a mixed bag of things that we're talking about um, in this kind of season, but we'll try and keep it fairly regular. Um, again, obviously we've all got work and everything else to, to get in the way, but uh, yeah, we'll try and keep it regular. And, and as John said, you know, if there's anything that, um, you know, is anything that's going through your mind or any anybody else that you know that could potentially help? Then uh, yeah, happy to discuss it and, and uh, talk through it. So yeah, but again, just to just to kind of finish off here as well, guys, it's really good to to see you boys and have a have a catch up over this last uh, last few minutes that we've been talking. You know, it's it's been it's been uh, it's been good to see your faces and talk again. It's good. Yeah, definitely in a while. It has, it has. been a while, mate. Exactly. But uh, no, hopefully you enjoyed that, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed my voice clips on the uh, podcast WhatsApp chat. <laughs> uh, it took me a while to perform those. <laughs> 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 oh dear! Right, lovely to see you, boys. And you, and you, and uh, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening, and uh, see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.